0: that I think it's unlikely we're going to have witnesses because I think the Senate is waking up to the fact that they've been set up by the House. So Tom Cotton asked the question of uh, uh, Pat Philbin today, which I think is the most important moment so far of the questioning, that he asked, did the House ever try to litigate executive privilege? And Philbin said, no, they didn't. And not only did they not do it, they blocked the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia from ruling on executive privilege. So in October, the House issued, Adam Schiff issued a subpoena to Charlie Kuperman, Deputy National Security Advisor, to, to come do a deposition. Position. Kupperman went to the courts, filed a filed a case uh, to have the court decide what am I supposed to do here? And be- and the judge agreed to hear it on an expedited schedule. All of a sudden, to circumvent that, shift withdrew the subpoena and went to the court and said, I want you to declare it moot. Don't rule on the merits. I want you to just pull the case because it's moot because there's no subpoena anymore. We're not going to subpoena him. We withdraw. Why would he do that? And so he, the house actually prevented a judge from ruling on the merits of executive privilege. Why would they do that? What happened at the same time? They passed an article of impeachment accusing the president of obstruction of Congress because he went to the courts. Mm -hmm. And then Nancy Pelosi held the articles of impeachment in order to force the Senate to decide Uh, to have witnesses. So this was a plan from the very beginning to try and put the Senate in a jam over Mm -hmm. witnesses. So if you're a Republican senator, why would you give in to the to the why would you be a patsy for the Democrats political ploy to to force you in this position and tie up the Senate for months or, uh, you know, uh, with It's so interesting that you point that out because I remember Adam Schiff early on in this process when it was on the House side and there was pushback from the White House, which is perfectly legal uh, to try to protect your rights. And then you go through the process if the judge says you have to share this information then you have to share the information. Um, but he said not only that, I remember Adam Schiff saying not only that, but this is also going to be an article of impeachment yeah. against the president. So it, it, if your case is, is correct, they were you know trying to manipulate it in such a way that they would be able to make that an article of impeachment because no that doubt. second article, um, as, as some people say, is very weak. Yeah. Um, but at least it you, can't, a impo- you can't impeach the president for going to the yeah. court. There's All Article right. 1, Article 2, and if there is a dispute between them, he gets to go to Article 3.
1: There you go. Set up. Set up. Let, it, now, let me just repeat. Patrick Philbin, in great detail, you can get a transcript of what was said yesterday and you can read what Mr. Theusen just said. We can probably find the clip. Uh, it's not necessary because he explained it uh, uh, very well. But I can paraphrase because I watched the whole damn thing s- sitting here with with many of you. At crusadechannel.com forward slash chat now let, let's let's recount what did you say and what what happened how do we get Sir Orange the bad on obstruct on obstruction of Congress an entirely fabricated non-crime nothing on the statutes there's no, there's no statute that you could prosecute anyone, including Sir, Sir Orange the Bad. Uh, and we call him that because they keep calling him a king. He's acting like a king. He's a monarch. He's an evil, disgusting monarch. Okay. So, in private, they must call him Sir Orange the Bad. So, Sir Orange the Bad, how can we get him? How can we drum up a charge here? Let's. Uh, well, our screenwriters have told us that obstruction of Congress is very dramatic and... People would love to watch that on Netflix. Okay, great. How do we do that? How can he obstruct Congress? Oh, I don't know. You guys, you're the screenwriters. You guys figure it out. So they figured out, well, if we issue a subpoena, Sir Orange the Bad is going to do like he always does. He's going to dot his I's and cross his T's. He's going to send Mr. Alone into court to claim executive privilege. Before he can claim executive privilege and have a judge rule on it. Now, you got to remember, there's a witness here that could have testified. Now, we're all about what does Senator Schumer say over and over and over documents and witnesses, documents and witnesses, documents and witnesses. Well, Mr. McDuff would have been a witness if the judge would have ruled against Sir Orange the Bad. But let's not get to that, because we don't care what Mr. McDuff has to say. It's irrelevant what he has to say. All we care about is the obstruction of Congress charge. So, how to get to that? Before the judge could rule, you heard and say this, and, and Patrick Philbin said this yesterday, he even said, and, and the, 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 the good thing about uh, uh, Deputy Counsel Philbin's presentation, he's very mild-mannered, calm, methodical. He's very respectful when he doesn't need, need to be because these people are sociopathological liars. Um, <clears throat> but he very matter-of-factly explained this. He goes, he gave the dates. We went to court. We presented our case for executive privilege to the judge. Before the judge could rule, they withdrew the case, and then Manager Schiff sent a letter to the judge basically ordering him to not make a ruling and to drop the whole thing as if he'd never seen it. Instead, let's pass our articles, let's send it over to the Senate, and let's get Chuckie Schumer to run interference. Let's get Chucky e. Schumer documents and witnesses. Documents and witnesses. They obstructed the Congress. They obstructed. Well, you're not going to get away with it in the Senate. They howl. Get away with what? You know, this is the amazing thing about this, and this is uh, actually the uh, 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 a good point to talk about the the brilliant des- uh, design of the Constitution. It really is brilliantly design uh, design. When they were debating this in August uh, 1787, this uh, some of this stuff came up. And it was said by uh, little Jimmy Madison and many of the other delegates that were at the federal convention, it was said, well, what happens if there's a conflict between the executive and the legislative? What would you do? And uh, uh, it, it was said, uh, uh, well, we have, the, we have the judiciary. Yeah, but uh, how do you make the judiciary uh, uh, competent to do this? This is one of the reasons why Article Three is the shortest of our the article. Listen to how it's worded. Section 1, the judicial power of the United States shall be vested in one Supreme Court and in such inferior courts as the Congress may from time to time ordain and establish. Now listen, this is where it gets, and someone brought this up yesterday. Uh, okay, how, uh, how would you get rid of a judge that's appointed for life? Okay, here's how. The judges, both of the supreme and inferior courts, shall hold their offices during good behavior and shall at stated times receive for their services a compensation which shall not be diminished during their continuance in offices. The good behavior, what Mark Waters would call the good and plenty clause, has been invoked 71 times since 1789. 71 times, 71 times against federal judges. There have been 10 convictions, 10, 10 judges have been impeached. Every single one of them for bad behavior and criminal offenses. There's not one judge that was convicted for quote, abuse of power, close quote. Every single one of them has been convicted, impeached and removed from office by the fact that they committed a crime. Bribery, obstruction, extortion. uh, uh, One of them was larceny. Section 2. Now listen. The judicial power shall extend to all cases in law and equity arising under this Constitution. Okay. Does the Constitution create Sir Orange the Bad? Yes. Yes. Does the Constitution create wine box Nancy? Yes. Okay. Did it, would either of the parties then have the right the right to uh, to have recourse to Article Three Judiciary? Answer: Yes. Now, are they compu- Is it compulsory that that they would have to? Let's listen. Uh, 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 arising under this Constitution. The laws of the United States. Now here's where it becomes interesting. Is a law of the United States in play in the two impeachment articles for Sir Orange the Bad? Has has, has Winebox Nancy in the gang accused him of a crime for breaking a law?